0: When you get to that level with each other, that's when sex gets very good. That's when you start wanting it instead of needing to make yourself want it. That's when you stop relying on soulmate embraces and genital massage because you're already turned on because you're having so much sex that you stay engorged over the days of the week because you've had sex a couple times. And now you're just like, all right, what are we, where are we today? What do I need to know? Okay, here's what is this? What sounds fun? What are you up for? You start to really tap into your animal self and left her come out and play. And that becomes a beautiful thing.
1: Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Are you ready to spice things up today? Because I have such a treat for you. My dear friend and the advocate for all who desire passionate relationships, Susan Bratton, is bringing her best techniques to this episode. Now, Susan's straight-talking, fearless approach to getting your sex life back on track is rooted in her own personal experience of watching her sex life with her while she and her husband pursued dynamic careers. When the relationship hit crisis point, The couple made a fierce commitment to do whatever it took to keep their family together and revive the passion in their marriage. Today, she and her husband, Tim, have the kind of dream relationship most people long since stopped believing was even possible. But before we jump into the topic today, which is regenerating your sexual health with a sexual soulmate pack, I want to take a moment and shout out a couple of listeners for reviewing the Essentially You podcast. Thank you so much to Sarah Whitmire and Mandolin for reviewing the podcast on iTunes. Your reviews mean so much to me, and they really help to guide women to listening to this podcast. Now, I want to share really quickly what Sarah had written because I was pretty blown away by this review. Dr. Marisa is a wealth of knowledge. I had to spend about seven hours on the road today, so I decided to binge listen to the show the entire time, episode after episode, even those I've already heard. I feel so empowered and educated after hearing so many of these topics. Thank you, Dr. Marisa. You have really been instrumental in giving me the knowledge to take care of my family and myself. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. I am so happy that I could be on that epic road trip with you. I hope you got there safe. And yes, I hope that you took so many wonderful nuggets away from the Essentially You podcast. It means so much to me to hear that you're getting so much out of these episodes. Now, if you are listening, I would love to take a moment and shout you out too. Now, you can reach out to me via Insta. My Insta is just at Marisa. That's at D-R-M-A-R-I-Z-A. Or on Facebook, or simply reviewing this podcast on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you plug into. That way, I can continue to give you a shout out and support more women who are ready to become the CEO of their own health. Now, let's dive into this fun conversation with Susan Bratton, also known as the Dear Abby of Sex. Now, as I mentioned before, Susan Bratton is a champion and advocate for all of those who desire passionate relationships. She is the CEO and co-founder of Personal Life Media. Through her company, Susan has authored 20 books including Relationship Magic, The Passion Patch, 30 Romantic Tricks That Work Like Magic, as well as her international number one bestseller, The Sexual Soulmates Embrace, The Six Essentials for Connected Sex. Now, millions of people have watched her and have been touched by her TV appearances on the Better Lover YouTube channel. And you can also check her out at personallifemedia.com. Welcome to the Essentially You podcast, Susan. I am, oh, this is such a treat.
0: I am so thrilled to have you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm excited to be with you. I love the work you're doing in the world.
1: Well, you are my go-to champion and advocate for everyone who is desiring to create a passionate relationship. And I know what we're going to be talking about today is how do we regenerate our sexual health with safer, cheaper, more effective solutions. I mean, really the secret sauce that you bring to the table. And before we get into the meat of that piece, I would really love for you to share about how you came into this wonderful work and, and this passion of serving millions of people around the world around sexual
0: health. Sure. I'd be happy to. I really want to start off by saying that it took a lot of courage for me to become what I am now, which my little tagline which I love. Someone called me this once and I was like, that's me. I call myself the trusted hot sex advisor to millions. And the reason that I do is that for over a decade, I've kind of been like the dear abbey of sex people feel like they can trust me and confide in me and ask me questions. And I really love to answer people's questions. And I talk to people all over the world across the gender spectrum from 19 to 90 about their questions about sex. And one of the most common questions that I get because of where I came from and my personal story is, I want to want my partner usually it's my husband, but I just can't get there. And another question that I get all the time, because I actually wrote a book called Revive Her Drive, for men in relationship who felt like their sex life was going downhill, and they tried a lot of things, usually begging, whining, honeydews, bartering for sex, but not knowing what it actually took to make his woman want him and come to him and actually initiate lovemaking. And it's because it all came out of my own disconnection in my marriage at, a, at the 11-year mark. My husband and I got a little tipsy on our anniversary, and we kind of had a heart-to-heart talk and said, what is going on with us? We're so emotionally disconnected. We're so physically disconnected. We've been working on our careers. We've been raising our daughter. And he was doing everything he could to make love to me. And I was just not interested. So we went on the journey of trying to figure out what it was going to take to revive our intimacy. And through all the work that we did, we started a company to help other people do that. And then it expanded to other issues and other situations. And it what it really came down to was, we didn't know what we didn't know. And once we started learning about lovemaking, once we started getting good at the actual techniques. Once we started getting some bedroom communication skills, once we actually had some direction, like try these things, this will get your connection back. Then he became more emotionally connected to me again. I became more physically connected to him again and everything started working. So we almost got divorced. I said to him, I could replace you, but I could maybe do as well, but I could never do better. Than my husband, and I didn't want to let that go just because we had kind of really gone far apart in our sex lives. So I have been there, and I have helped so many people come back to the passion that they had when they first got together. Thank you so much for sharing that,
1: and I know that, like you said, so many so many people can relate to that story um, because, like you said, you connect with with millions of people who are literally right there. Where you were. Yeah. And despite helping people to to create that communication, I know some of the pieces you have researched and discovered specifically are some of the the health and hormone benefits of connecting with people. And you know my my audience, these women are really looking. I mean, a lot of women feel like it's their hormones that have led them down that path, and I think a lot of them don't recognize that becoming intimate with our partner actually really helps and benefits us in a very not only emotional way but also in a, a health wise way, and and with our hormones.
0: Most definitely. I think birth control was a big contributor to my reason why I lost my connection with my husband. Looking back on it now, I would have never known that then, but I think after childbirth, it takes you a while to bounce back. For some women, it did for me because I was a little older, but I think it was the pill. I think the pill did me in. I think it really messed up my endocrine system and it just lowered my libido. I had a lot of vaginal dryness. And I had always also struggled. I never had an orgasm from intercourse until I was 45. So I made love to my husband for over a decade, never having had a climax of my own during it. That takes its toll. That becomes mercy sex after a while. That's just an unfair situation. So a big part of what I've also been teaching people is what I call bridging the orgasm gap, how you can actually, orgasms are a learned skill. And the more that you learn what to do, the easier they are to achieve. And though some Sexperts say, oh, you know, or or penetration orgasms aren't really that important. You know, there's lots of ways to have pleasure together. And of course, there are if you're a a cancer survivor or, you know, some catastrophic event. But my gosh, we were, man and woman were made to get pleasure together. We're so symbiotic. I mean even the the oxytocin that's generated from our physical intimacy, all of the generous goodies that come in a man's semen and the fact that our vaginal mucosa are a sponge made to absorb the estradiol, the endorphins, the oxytocin, the serotonin, the zinc that lowers our brain fog, the testosterone that lowers our anxiety. One of the reasons we glow after sex is if we have the ability to actually absorb the gift that we were co-created to share. And so I really wanted to help couples actually have those moments of pure, passionate pleasure in their lovemaking together where both man and woman were very satisfied by the experience, where it didn't require adult toys or anything other than just you and your man. And by the way, if you're a woman who is on the gender spectrum where you're not necessarily with men, I want to let you know that you get 95% of the benefits of being with a, a female bodied partner as you do with a male bodied partner. So I'm I'm not ignoring women who are across the gender spectrum in any way, but I am absolutely and unequivocally in support of The masculine, feminine, natural dynamic that if we just know a couple things, and I'm going to tell you a couple things, you can really get your mojo back and rediscover what you loved about your partner when you met and do what I call getting on the upward pleasure spiral where every time you make love or darn near every time you make love, it gets better instead of getting less interesting and less interesting over time? Should I go into my my 2020 hindsight on what a couple of those things are that can help you kind of turn your libido back on? Absolutely. Okay. So the number one thing that I made as a mistake as a woman was rushing myself for sex. A lot of times we women are raised to be pleasers. And we want to do the right thing and we want to be great for our partners. And we don't give ourselves the time to get fully turned on before we do love making. And, you know, you think to yourself, you know, with all the time that it takes, I've got to schedule my sex. That's another thing that I recommend. And that is putting it on the calendar and committing to it, whether you have the energy or not, you at least begin the process. The other piece is not always thinking that intimacy needs to lead to sex. I have had something I call an expanded orgasm practice with my husband for 14 years now. Ever since we went through that fateful time where we nearly lost our love, our family ruined our daughter's life, her family, you know, we pulled it back because one of the things we learned was a yoni massage technique. And when we do this yoni massage, we do it a couple of times a week. And sometimes we just do that. And other times it serves as foreplay for us. But I am never pressured by my husband to go further than I want to in any given moment. And I I now no longer... Pressure myself. What I've realized is that the more pressure you put on yourself to have to go all the way to intercourse, the less you want to do it because it's too big an offer. You can't really even think about that as a woman until you're really turned on and aroused. And getting turned on and aroused actually starts with relaxation. It doesn't start with, Oh, I've got to get the energy to get turned on. It actually starts with relaxing into each other's arms. So I'd love to give you a little technique I call the soulmate embrace that when I teach this, I teach this to men and women alike all the time. And almost to a person they say, wow, there's a little piece of that I never thought of that really has shifted for me and how I want to hold or be held. Can I Can I tell it to you? Absolutely. Yes. I'd love to hear it. Okay, and, and one of the things I'm going to give you as a part of this podcast is something I call the sexual soulmate pact. It's a communication skill that I'll get into in a little bit of time, but I have a book called Sexual Soulmates, and all of my best techniques I put in there, like the soulmate embrace and the sexual soulmate pact, and I'm happy to tell you all these things. So the soulmate embrace is the beginning of what I consider to be foreplay. And the foreplay is it looks like this. Your partner is wearing some clothing, a t-shirt, some loose fitting pants, you know, maybe maybe what he sleeps in, maybe just some yoga pants, a soft cotton. Cuz dudes kind of get scratchy and sweaty. You're in something very comfortable that's going to keep you warm enough or cool enough, and you lie down on the bed as best cuz it has the most room. And you lie in his arms. You get completely comfortable. You prop yourselves with pillows so that you can completely relax. And then his job is to just hold you. And as you relax, instead of letting go when you relax, like, oh, she's relaxed now. This this hug must be over. He actually pulls you a little closer. Can adjust as you go. It doesn't by any means need to be a death grip embrace. This is a relaxed but very held, very masculine embrace. He might have a hand on your sacrum and the you know at the base of your spine, holding you close to him. And the way that he's holding you allows you to completely and totally relax to the point where I think the measure of success in this hug is that you've drooled a little bit. You're so relaxed. Because once you drool, (laughs) once you relax, (laughs) hopefully you haven't fallen asleep. (laughs) Well, you're not going to fall asleep. What you're doing is you're setting your, your nervous system into a grounded state where you're mentally present, but you're Allowing yourself to relax, your creativity starts to flow. Your connection to your partner starts to flow. The world begins to fall away. You hear your breath start to syncopate. You feel your heartbeats start to syncopate. Maybe he's stroking your arm or stroking your hair. I love to have my hair stroked. Maritza, what, what do you love to have stroked when you are being held? I think my hair it's such a darling thing, isn't it? And so once once you're really relaxed, a lot of times for the woman, something will come up for her, some emotional thing that she needs to kind of get off her chest. She'll get a chance to kind of let go of any anything that she's holding. He's just listening and holding her. And then maybe he starts to kiss her forehead or he starts to kiss her cheeks and uh, maybe her neck. And he's just slowly stroking her, pulling her a little closer. And for the first time since the last time he did that, she feels totally safe and secure and loved by him. And he's not thinking about getting sex from her. He's just thinking about how much he loves this woman that he cares about so much. And when you have that kind of a beginning to either going to sleep or doing something more, it allows you to then feel like, oh, right, I love this man. I want to connect with him. He cares about me. And it's it just takes away the rush and allows you to slow down. If you feel like going for a little something more, that's where a sensual massage that moves into an erotic massage is really good because you're actually able to bring blood flow ultimately to your genitals, but you teach your partner, start from the outside in, use good organic oils, a sweet almond, a coconut, an avocado, whatever feels good to you, you know, some natural oils, maybe with essential oils in it that makes it so nice. And when he takes his time and he really learns as you've taught him the kind of massaging that you like from him, and you start to relax even more, then he can move toward the outer tissue of your breast. He can move toward your yoni, but he's never going straight for your genitals. He's never touching your nipples. He's never going inside you in any way until you've invited him in. When he learns how to slow down and do what I call touching for rapture, which is where he's not only touching you in a healing or a nurturing or a sensual way. Those are There are four kinds of touch healing, nurturing, sensual, and sexual. He's keeping himself throttled back and slowing down. And not only is he touching you to provide you pleasure, he's touching you for the pleasure that he gets from touching you. He's touching your belly, your thighs, the outsides of your breast. He's touching your cheeks and your, your arms and Slowly over time, you can invite him to bring more blood flow to your genitals. And as he thinks about that, he's thinking about engorging your genitals. And that means you're getting a lot of blood flow into your genitals, which will naturally turn you on. If you can begin breathing together and breathing more deeply and calming your nervous system down, taking deep breaths that are also breaths of arousal, breaths that breathe energy into your genitals, you get the opportunity to very slowly bring your arousal up and you will find that by giving your man the process to slowly bring you into arousal, he'll know that when you invite him to more, you truly want him and what he wants most is to give you pleasure and to be wanted. And as you say, say affirmations to him of, a, of him doing a good job, you're building his confidence and you're giving him what he needs. Little constant wins so he knows he's going in the right direction to give you pleasure. Just doing simple things like that before you rush into any kind of lovemaking will change the game on your desire for your partner.
1: I love that. That's very different than I think a lot of people participate in lovemaking or any type of intimacy. Yeah. Now, in terms of expanding on that, in terms of the soulmate embrace technique, I know that you talked a little bit about the oxytocin generation. And is that a, a way of that kind of connection happening as well? with that kind
0: of chemical connection or that hormonal connection? Most definitely. Any kind of touch will ground your nervous systems in co-regulation, calm you down, release oxytocin, bond you together, give you that afterglow feeling. It'll do all of those things for you. Oxytocin is that feel-good hormone that just makes you feel great. So hugging on the sofa while you're watching TV, holding each other, touching each other throughout the day. Men are often starved for affection when a woman feels that their libido is low because she doesn't want to touch him because she doesn't want to start something she knows she can't finish. And mostly it's because she rushes herself doesn't teach him how to have that slow sensual sex. And so he's missing all that touch, you know? And so sitting on his lap, stroking his hair, grabbing his butt a little bit or his package, if you are a bold woman like that, oh, it makes him feel so good. And it makes him feel less lonely when you're not in the mood all the time.
1: So let's talk a little bit about that point where you're right, there are so many women who have no libido and definitely do not want to initiate anything because, again, they, they know they're not going to be able to finish what they started. Are there some things that women can begin to work on outside of this? And I want to go back into this technique just a little bit in a moment. But are there some things that women can do that can kind of help to support their libido as well, getting to this place? Or would this be the technique that you feel is one of the best ways to kind of help women get their libido back on track?
0: The first thing that I would do would be to make sure that my estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, thyroid, and cortisol hormone profile was in a healthy range. I, If I was taking birth control pills, I would not take them anymore, and I would find uh, non-hormonal contraceptive options like fertility awareness methods, some of the femtech methods, or a non-hormonal intrauterine device. So those are the two, number one and number two. Number three would be nutrition. It would be, you know, one of the things I was going to share with you is my salad dressing for more pleasurable connection. So many times we try to eat healthy, And we try to eat vegetables and we try to eat salads and then we dump crappy dressing on them. And we fill our circulatory systems with plaque from eating broken and bad fats. And I'm going to give you a salad dressing recipe right now. You can shake it up in a jar. It is the most simple thing. It's a cup of oil. I like avocado oil. One quarter cup of vinegar. You could use apple cider vinegar. I like a sherry vinegar or a locally sourced red wine vinegar because I happen to live near Napa Valley. Yes, you do. So beautiful. One tablespoon of French Dijon mustard. You shake that up in a jar. One cup of oil. One quarter cup of vinegar. One tablespoon of Dijon. In any old jar, shake it up pour it on your salad. It'll be the best dressing you ever had. Keeps in the refrigerator for weeks. You can add shallots, garlic. They're great for your health. You can add salt, sea salt or Celtic salt or Himalayan salt, fresh ground pepper. You can add dried herbs, fresh herbs. I like savory or marjoram if I'm going to have a dried herb. Pretty much all the things I just said are right in your cabinet at all times. So you can always make a fresh batch of salad dressing so you can eat a lot more salads more healthily and you can lower your chances of artery plaque, which everybody talks about how, me- you know, we got to keep our guys healthy because everybody talks about how ED, erectile dysfunction, is the primary indicator of atherosclerosis, which is artery plaque, which is what gives you heart attacks and strokes. It's the number one cause of death. Well, what no one explains is that we women have as much erectile tissue inside our genital system as men do. It's just all on the inside. And so, if we have artery plaque, we're diminished in our ability to gain essentially a woman's erection. And that means our sexual sensation is diminished, our sexual pleasure is diminished. So, in the future, people will understand. That we have all this erectile tissue. We essentially have a penis. It's just inside out. And we suffer from the same problems men do with ED. And now that you know it, and you can take good care to eat healthy fats and keep your plaque as low as possible so you age well and get all the pleasure that you deserve.
1: I love it. So yes, I love definitely making sure that your hormones are functioning properly, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, all keys. But also we talked a little bit about cortisol and I'm asking you that in just a second, eating our veggies, right? But then the other one, which I think was most important, I think where I find women are losing their libido. And I know for me, when I had lost my libido, you know, this is happening to women all ages. Younger women, I mean, like you said, do you remember, you know, earlier in birth control that it really had a profound effect on your kind of tanked your libido, but stress, and being hurried. I think those are the two biggest things that get us in so much trouble. And that's why I really love the soulmate embrace technique because it literally shuts down the stress and the hurry.
0: It does. And when you get your guy to slow down, men are not, so testosterone is very goal oriented. So he wants to, he wants to get to the end goal, but he's, he can slow down where estrogen, we're estrogen dominant as women, and we're much more of a winding river. And so with, I see, I have this thing, I call it my husband or my boyfriend training program. <laughs> and that's actually, that, that perfectly leads me into, you gotta train your guy to slow down, to feel you, feel, you gotta have him feeling you, feeling him, enjoying the touch, slowing, you know, once he, once you do that, he'll be addicted to it. He won't wanna, he won't wanna make love without it. He just doesn't know what he doesn't know, so you gotta train him. And here's the other piece of it. And that is this sexual soulmate pact. So what I've found in my business, my business as a, as a trusted hot sex advisor is there's three legs to my stool. Number one is advanced orgasm techniques, teaching people how to give each other pleasure with hands, mouths, and penises, not toys like do it yourself with the own parts that you were given all the other stuff is a plus up it's a crutch it's a it's a it's an adventure it's a fun thing to do but it doesn't take the place of having good sensual skills number two bedroom communication skills. I'm going to lay my best one on you right now. And number three, sexual health and longevity. And so those three things are the cornerstone to your sexual joy and vitality in your life. And so let me give you the best bedroom technique in the world. And here it is, The Sexual Soulmate Pact. And I'm giving you a free download of this. It's an excerpt from my book, Sexual Soulmates. You'll have a link with this podcast to go get it. And uh, so you can read it and remember it, give it to to your husband or boyfriend, read it to him in the car, whatever you need to do to train him how to do this. This is part of my boyfriend and husband training program. And it's, two parts. Number one, the big picture is you got to be able to say every single thing you need to say to that guy when he's making love to you. And let's just say that that guy, we'll call him the masculine. If, I'm, if I call him a guy or I call him a man, it could be your masculine partner, whoever is the masculine. You have to be able to say anything you need to say to him so that you are not getting out of your turn on, your trance state of pleasure, you're actually not using manners. You're just blurting things out. You're just saying what needs to be said. And your partner is so happy that you're doing that because if you took the time to say please and thank you, you'd be getting out of your surrendered state and into your good girl brain. And then that's going to shut down your libido. So then once they know that oh, she's just blurting things out because she's giving me information. There's no, I'm not failing here. I'm not making any mistakes. She's just giving me feedback so I can course correct in the moment. And by the way, this works both ways, okay? That all of that idea of being able to just have this constant stream of feedback, even before you start love making. Hey, today, honey, you know I'm I'm a little sensitive. Um, you know, or hey, I'm ovulating and I'm really turned on and I want to go crazy with you or whatever it is. Wherever you are, the bottom line is that you are a Homo Sapien. And a homo sapien is part of the animal kingdom. And for as much as we love all those big brains we carry around in our head, our bodies and our hormones are in control. And so you have to allow yourself the opportunity to listen to what your body needs, your little animal, your pussycat, or your tiger, or wherever you are on that spectrum in the moment, because you as a woman are a cyclical creature. You've got circadian rhythms of the day. You've got hormonal moon rhythms of the month. You've got seasonal rhythms of the year. You're a rhythmic woman who at any given moment it's going to be completely different than the last time you made love with your partner. So for him, he's like, well, that worked last time. How come it's not working this time? Well, that's why, because you're a little animal. And so I call this reporting in from your animal. Like it's not your fault. You're not, you're not doing anything to make him feel bad that you don't like that pressure right now. It's your animal and it's just where she is right in this moment that she wants something super, super light and, hey, you've got a hangnail that's scratchy or there's a hair, pubic hair that's bothering me or go back to the bathroom and shave that thing and then come back to bed. You have to be able to say everything that you need to say to be completely surrendered and totally comfortable and have your partner know that the only reason you're giving them the inf- him the information is so that he can make love with you better. And then when he realizes that all that great information is turning him into the most incredible lover for you, he's going to be like, tell me more tell me again. What else do you need? Give it to me. I can handle it. Just whatever it is. When you get to that level with each other, that's when sex gets very good. That's when you start wanting it instead of needing to make yourself want it. That's when you stop relying on soulmate embraces and genital massage because you're already turned on because you're having so much sex that you stay engorged over the days of the week because you've had sex a couple times. And now you're just like, all right, what are we, where are we today? What do I need to know? Okay, here's What is this? What sounds fun? What are you up for? You start to really tap into your animal self and let her come out and play. And that becomes a beautiful thing. So you can go from no libido to incredible, a renaissance of pleasure with your partner with simple things like genital massage, hormonal balance, great salad dressing, (laughs) soulmate embraces, and sexual soulmate packs. One,
1: Thank you so much for sharing the salad dressing recipe. It's so true. I mean, we, we are concerned about our heart health and it has so much to do with our ability to function in an intimate way. If nothing's working properly, then um, in terms of circulation, that's major concern. So how often, you know, you've worked with tens of thousands of couples, you know, the soulmate embrace technique is, I know some women are wondering, well, is there an amount of time? I mean, I guess that could be indefinite if that's the way that they want to start.
0: Well, the time of the soulmate embrace is when you are finally totally relaxed and beginning to feel turned on by your partner. You'll know that you've hit that moment of relax. So they let go when you're done. You let them know. They just hold you until you're done. And don't cheat yourself. See how long you need until you're done. And some days it'll be longer and some days it'll be shorter. You just ask your animal
1: this could be the technique that they use for years, if indeed that is the case. Like that's the one thing that really kind of gets you into that place of relaxing, resting, kind of just being fully, just kind of getting all of those good feeling hormones. There's good feeling endorphins. So women don't have to be worried about, okay, well, this is just a starter way to get
0: going. They could, they could continue this technique for many, many years. Oh yeah and if you if you have a soulmate embrace and then you're not turned on you're not turned on and your husband or your partner will just wait until you are what i really like is the expanded orgasm practice you know the soulmate embrace is is great for connecting grounding and getting to the level of of relaxation where you can climb the arousal ladder but really truly for Orgasmic cross-training, learning to become multi-orgasmic, learning to become orgasmic through intercourse, keeping your genitals engorged and fully functioning and well-lubricated, and all of those things. I like the expanded orgasm practice, which is essentially a yoni massage, a sensual massage, that has a very, 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 very delicate clitoral stroking technique often women are so sensitive that all they've ever had is overstimulation the you know everybody talks about all the nerve endings on the clitoris and that's the tip of the clitoris the, there is actually an entire what looks like a little starfish inside you that is your entire erectile tissue network and having a genital massage by your husband, where he we've we've got videos where you watch 10 videos and you learn the stroke and you learn how to start it and how to finish it and all that kind of thing. That expanded orgasm practice saved my bacon, saved my marriage, saved my sex life, made me the orgasmic goddess that I am today. And we've been doing it for 14 years, once, twice, three times a week on vacation. <laughs> And it has kept my sex getting better. I'm going to be 57 years old next month. Oh, happy birthday.
1: Gosh, You are a goddess. You're just gorgeous, Susan. Aw, thank
0: you. i do my best. Try to hold it all together, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Girl, you are doing it. Let me tell you. So that was really, I mean, this this first step I'm thinking about for women, you know, if the libido is struggling and they may not even feel that connection anymore, the soulmate embrace is really kind of the the starter, starter, starter to kind of repair. I wouldn't even say repair, but just reconnect that. And then, you know, to really kind of claim that pleasure, that intimacy, it's that next
0: step. Yeah, getting your genitals massaged by your partner to the point where you are filled by it where you feel filled by it it reverses that feeling of just being like you know like a place for him to climax instead of being truly someone who's getting a lot out of intercourse too so many women they just feel like it's okay intercourse is okay you know i like to be close to my husband but it's not that great this expanded orgasm experience of genital massage and clitoral stroking, and learning how to really have a lot of nice long orgasms just from your man, pleasuring you with his hands, him putting his full attention on your pleasure, giving you time to get fully engorged, it's a game changer. But I would say there is one caveat, and that is that if you're angry with your, with your partner, if you're not getting your needs met in the, in the general relationship, none of the things that we've talked about for the last half hour will make any darn difference. And that's where my most popular book of all time is called Relationship Magic. And it's not even a book. It's a workbook. It's a workbook that couples do so that you can each understand what it is you want most out of your relationship with that person. Because you as a woman want entirely different things than your partner does as a man. And a lot of times he's casting about trying to figure out how to make you happy, but missing the mark because you've never given him a very simple checklist of the things he needs to get up every day and do for you that are what are going to give you the feelings you need to feel to be happy in the relationship with him. And he probably doesn't know, you probably don't know what those things are for him. And they're likely a very different list. So it's actually understanding what you value most and why you're in a relationship. And it comes from societal conditioning in your culture, from your family and your modeling, from your own life experiences and the generation you were born, and all of those things, your, your faith, and all kinds of things. i just give you a brief example of it. So a woman might say her number one thing is security. She wants her husband to take care of her, but she also wants freedom. She wants to be able to go off and do things that she wants to do that he may not be interested in. That's a very common pattern for women today. She also wants perhaps some honesty and she wants some fun and adventure from him. She wants him to do things with her that are joyful, go on trips, be her recreational companion. Where for him, he might say affection and passion is is number one thing. It really is very important for men. They have a, a real need to have that physical connection, to feel emotionally. Emotionally connected to their women, where women can feel emotionally connected without the physical connection, sometimes we let that go by the wayside because of things like hormonal issues and exhaustion and other things. So, understanding what he wants from you every single day when you get up and giving him just those things makes it, a, and vice versa, makes it an actually very short list of things. Once you start. Meeting each other's relationship values at a foundational level, then you can build on all these other things we're talking about. But you, you're not going to want him to lie there and hold you if you're mad at him. So, oh, yeah, to <laughs> you know, clear that resentful, exactly disappointed, mm-hmm. uh, l- a lack of respect, these things you've got to clear that, and that's my path forward. It's of all my sexuality education and advice relationship magic is often where I have to start. And where do we get relationship magic, Susan? Myrelationshipmagic.com. Okay, perfect. It's a half price for a $10 ebook you download. It's got a worksheet in it. It walks you exactly how to do it, how to figure out your relationship values, how to help your partner figure out them, and then how to get them to be very specific about what exactly they are so you know you're doing the right thing. It's, it is a game changer too. These things are like just being held, having your genitals touched without expectation of sex, you know, getting someone to get up every day and meet you on your knees. Like these are really core things that make a relationship just catch fire.
1: I love it. And I'm going to make sure to have that link as well. And I really want people to grab the soulmate pact Because that's what you have for us. But for those who feel like, okay, yeah, I am holding on to some resentment. I don't, you know, we're kind of deeper into this, you know, into this mess than than I know how to fix, this would be the book to get started with. And I love that it's a workbook because it is action. It's the action that we need to take. So thank you. I like
0: simple stuff. I heard this phrase once, the little hinge that swings a big door. And I thought, boy, that's what I want. Essentially, what I want to be known for is Susan Bratton tells me that one little thing that was super simple that shifted my life immeasurably. And so that's what I put my attention on. These just these really simple things like being able to tell your husband what you really want him to do without his feelings getting hurt is huge, as they say. (laughs) It is huge. These were,
1: oh my gosh, so many great nuggets. I mean, that's, this is why you are this amazing sex expert to millions of people and the, the little hinge that swings the big door. Absolutely. I feel like you've given us so many of those today, so many practical ways that we can begin to really heal and connect. And, and as you said, really create that pleasure. You know, a long time ago, I was in a group, a big group of women. This must've been about eight years ago. Um, we were doing a play, the v- vagina monologues and, um, we, I don't know how it went around the room, but people were asked, we, everyone got to a chance to, they would choose orgasms over cheese. And hands down cheese won because a lot of these women had never even had them. They they had children. They had been married for years and it was really a testament to how much work, you know, not necessarily work, work, but I was really surprised. I never thought cheese was going to win. And um, anyway, it's is why I'm so grateful to have you on here because I have a feeling that there are women listening right now that would choose cheese. <laughs>
0: <laughs> choose the big O because remember, it's a learned skill. That is the big takeaway too. So no matter what age you are right now, know that it can be better and more pleasurable. And also know that if you're single and you're thinking to yourself, well, where is my sexual soulmate? That I want to let you know that there are so many beautiful, wonderful, adult adorable, caring, loving men who just don't know how to find you. So I'm a big proponent of online dating and calling in the one by writing the story of who you're looking for so that that man can recognize himself in the story that you write.
1: My goodness. Thank you so much, Susan. You're even helping those single ladies out. I love it. (laughs) Well, Susan, honey, it was such a pleasure. And you brought so much value to this amazing podcast interview. Thank you so much for I sharing. Show. Oh, thank you, hon. I, I listen to every episode. Oh, thank you. Well, I can't wait. And I, ladies, again, you know, you're going to just go in immediately. You're listening to the show, go in, download, download all the goodies that we're going to have in there in the show notes and make sure that you tune in to Susan. Cause I know, I know this is the answer that you guys are looking for.
0: Thanks, Marisa. You're
1: welcome. See you soon. Wow, there are so many great takeaways, but I think the most powerful takeaway was the soulmate's embrace, don't you think? Creating intimacy has a positive impact on our hormones, and I'm so grateful to Susan for sharing this technique with us so that we can all feel more connected to our partners. And I wanna highly recommend taking a moment and grabbing Susan's generous gifts. The first gift that she gave us was the Sexual Soulmate Pact, and this is really about going into more detail about the embrace that she talked about earlier in the episode. Now, how you can grab that is by simply going to the show notes or heading on over to drmarisa.com podcast. Or I want you to also consider checking out the book that she mentioned as well, which was the myrelationshipmagic.com. So if you find yourself really wanting to work on your relationship before you move into that next step, this is the book for you how she likes to say it's the little hinge that swings the big door so now that you've got access to all of these gifts i just want to say thank you so much for stopping by and listening in to the essentially you podcast on the next episode i am personally jumping back in to cover one of the hottest topics related to hormone health and that is how to reset your hormones to lose weight naturally Now I'm also going to reveal the number one hormone that is causing you to hold on to stubborn weight, and I call that hormone-driven weight resistance. We're going to get into the nitty-gritty next week, so definitely don't miss it. And lastly, as I mentioned on the show earlier, my goal is to continue to spread the word about the podcast, so please take a moment to rate and review, and hopefully I will get to shout you out in the next episodes. Talk to you soon, and I hope you're having a wonderful day. Bye.